Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today, we're going to explore a common management challenge. What if you're too busy managing down to actually manage up? Mm. We'll start with a question from a manager who spends so much time helping her staff complete their work that she misses major opportunities to be seen by the people who could promote her. Mm. I love this. Yeah. It can be so easy to get lost in the day-to-day activity of managing staff and not do the things to advance your own career. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's the question. I run a department that is part of a larger institution. We oversee a program that serves special needs population. I have a committed loyal staff, but I often find myself jumping in and doing their work so that we meet our goals and deadlines. I know I should be pressuring my staff to do more but I'm hesitant to hold them accountable. Recently, I was so busy completing someone else's job that I missed two major meetings I should have attended for Mm. networking purposes and just to be seen. What do I do? Mm. I think this is really an interesting one psychologically. Um, Yes. You know, right? So you want to start? Sure. Um, So for... For this person and for anyone who's listening who may find it easier actually to manage down than to manage up, I think this is a classic dilemma, but also it's a point of comfort probably for this person that it's easier to um, be in in the department keeping your fingers in everyone else's business than it is to go outside the department or interdepartmentally or above the department and be seen and promote yourself and promote your the work of your staff. I, I mean, I think that's accurate. And, you know, there's a couple of things in this question um, where she says, I know I should be pressuring my staff, but I'm hesitant to hold them accountable. I mean, that's really your job is to hold people accountable. Yeah. And also your job is to be bringing your department into the future. So you have to do your job also and while they do their job. So yeah. it's interesting that you're reluctant. I don't know what that, or hesitant. I don't know what that's about, but I I think that this is going to take a little soul searching on the questioner's behalf yeah. where you have to figure out, you know, what am I living in my comfort zone? Am I, am I managing this department in a way that kind of holds me back a bit because yeah. that's really comfortable for me? Um, but since you're asking this question, I just wonder if you're maybe ready to now um, start start acting more, I don't know, what do we want to call it? Just a tougher manager, a better manager, mm-hmm. where you are holding people accountable for their workload. Now, I understand pitching in occasionally, yeah. or maybe somebody doesn't know how to do something, so you'll, you know take it on and do a little bit, but this sounds like this is kind of the way you run your department that, right? Like you run it in a way that's comfortable for you. And I, I would just question, you know, are you moving your own career forward? 
Are you yes. holding yourself back and in essence, holding other people back? Because one thing I do know is that people like to grow on their jobs. Mm -hmm. they, they like it when they're given uh, the opportunity to do more than they know, or just the opportunity to learn and grow. Right. Typically like that. So I'm wondering why you're hesitant. Are you more their friend uh, than their manager? You know, what is that about that? That's, those are my burning questions. Yes. And I'm, I think we're pretty accurate, right? Like we're probably getting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing that I have come across recently, and I think perhaps this person may also um, experience is you may be more comfortable being thought of as the nice boss, you mm -hmm. know, that you want to make sure that you don't like the discomfort of confronting perhaps your staff or of giving them their work back. Like very often, I think the quote, very nice boss or manager will take someone's work and they'll complete it for them just yeah. because they don't want to give them critical feedback and then ask them to do it again, you know? Yeah. So you really have to look at your own. I, I agree with you hundred percent, Kathy, to look at what is, what are the motives here? Yeah. You know, what is it that's driving you to jump in rather than empowering your staff to do their jobs and maybe even do more than what they're currently doing? You know, perhaps you should be delegating more to them, but that would be insisting that they be support staff rather than uh, the, your, the staff that you're taking care of. Yeah. And, you know, you can start it out nicely. You can just start it up by having a conversation with them and saying, um, you know, I've, I'm going to have to go to meetings I've been avoiding. I'm going to have to be stepping out a little more. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you to step it up a bit. Like we each have to step it up and this is what I expect. And, you know, be, and people will usually step up to the plate. I mean, if they don't, then they need to be let go, but that's not what I'm hearing here. You have a very loyal, committed staff. They probably love the work. Yeah. Uh, and probably they like working for you. I mean, you're easy <laughs> up there slack. Um, and look, again, it's okay occasionally, but it, this is a habit. This is this is something else where your staff have become accustomed to yeah. you now doing some of their job. They probably don't even think of it as their job anymore because it's that's sort of the way it's been run. So, um, I mean, I think it. I think you're going to stay stagnant in this place for a while if you yeah. don't. Do what we're suggesting, which is you do start to hold people accountable and that you start doing different things now rather than their work. So let's talk a little bit about what it would be look like to hold staff accountable, Kathy. Like how would you, I mean, I'm assuming, I shouldn't assume anything, but I'm assuming this person probably meets regularly with their staff. Yeah. How do you hold them accountable rather than just picking up where they have left off and finishing the job? finishing their job. Well, I would be kind and let them know that this is the expectation now going forward. Let's say they're they're filling out the paperwork for a grant and you do it with them. Just say, I'm not going to be able to do this. So, you know, in order for um, this to be on time, I'm going to need to see it by the end of the week. Yeah. So can you do that? Can you clear your calendar and can you get this done? And then I would check in with them because remember, they're not accustomed to it. So you don't want to sneak up on them that day and say, yeah. what do you mean it's not done? So check in each day and say, how is that going? How are you doing? Yeah. Uh, I can't help you get that to me by the end of the week. 
And I think you, so you have to support people through it until they become comfortable. Right. Yeah. And then eventually, hopefully quickly, they get the picture. But um, I don't think you want to pull your support immediately Uh because they're accustomed to that. And then you let them know, you know, I'm not going to be able to hold your hand. So this has to be on my desk by this deadline. And we, none of us look good if it's not. Yes. But I'm not going to have time to follow up with you. So is that something you can do? You know, I'm working with someone right now who's in, finds himself in the position where he's constantly correcting his staff's work, but he does the thing where they bring them, you know, he, they email him a draft of something and then he does, redoes the whole thing. Oh God. Right. As And so I think part of this also is stopping yourself yeah. from, um, from taking it over by virtue of making whatever a few corrections that need to be made, but then giving it back. That's part uh, of it. Yeah. I mean, if they don't see the corrections, then they're never going to learn. Right. So he's holding them back. He's holding these people back. Right. Not so dissimilar from this. Yeah. This other person. Yeah. Example. Like it's hard to be a manager. I think it's one, it's really hard. And especially this sounds like a mid-level manager. So, you know, mm-hmm. you've got people monitoring you and, you know, there's like, you've got, you're sort of sandwiched and it's hard and you want, you know, you may not know if you want to move forward. You may not know whether this job is big enough for you. Uh-huh. And maybe you you want to stay where you are. Maybe you don't want to be seen. This is what you have to ask yourself. Yes. You know, where am I in my career? Yeah. What, what are my goals here? What are my expectations? And, you know, am I holding myself back? Am I holding others back? These are important questions that you have yeah. to ask yourself. Yeah, I think this is a great example of something where in order to grow professionally, you have to challenge yourself personally. You may have to challenge yourself personally, right? Where you may have to ask more of others, which may not be comfortable for you. You may have to hold them, pressure them to to produce um, in a more thorough way. You may have to give work back and tell them to complete it. Then you may have to do a few things that are going to be uncomfortable and that where you won't like the feeling yeah. of what they, what you think they may be thinking <laughs> about you. And the other piece, and Kathy, you've always been so great about um, making this clear is we we're talking about also to do less managing down so that you can manage up and seeing managing up as part of your job as well, right? Yeah. And what does that mean? For you like what would it be to really get out there and promote your department promote yourself talk about the work that you're doing connect with the people in other departments connect with the people at higher levels you know what yeah, would that it's mean? scary if you become really accustomed to not doing that yeah. so you know the pandemic is over we're all getting out a lot more so i think it's important that you challenge yourself yeah and you know, let make other people as accountable as you are. You're very accountable, but you're not, you're only doing half your job by getting their work done. You're not doing the other half, which is making sure your department is noticed and that, you know, you understand the future trends and you're moving it forward. And that's, that's, you know, part of your job also. So, um, 
I mean, good luck. I hope this has been helpful. You know, call us. Maybe we can help you. Uh, but I think it's soul searching and you have to figure out where where you're at. Right. Why you're here right now. If that makes sense. It does. Yeah. Um, so that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at AskK2 or X us at AskK2. Isn't it X something now? Anyway, also follow us on Instagram at My Crazy Office. If you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to My Crazy Office on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.